and welcome to episode number 11 of season 3 of Empowered Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michael Abney, and today I'm joined with Marilyn Egan. Yay, hey, hey, Yay, number 11. What a great number. Yes, 1-1. One, one. Yes, so that's a perfect number for our guest today. And we have another really fun, amazing person with us. We have Kara Mendez. And I'm going to let you tell a little bit about you and what you do. Uh, Well, thank you for having me. Super honored. (laughs) So excited for this. So divinely timed. And a a one one for my number podcast. I see angel numbers all day, every day, (laughs) all the time. So that's perfect. It is perfect. Yes. Um, yeah, so my name is Kara Mendez. I am an intuitive success coach for um, for women, typically entrepreneurial women. Um, and I am a mom of five. <laughs> it's always wow. really important to say. It yes, is. it is. Uh, my kids range in age from three. They're three, five, seven, nine, and twelve right now. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yes. So um, I don't like to use the word busy, <laughs> but my life is full. Yes. My days are full. Um, I'm also married. Um, I have a wonderful husband, and we also co-own and run a local landscape construction company here in the St. Louis area. So Yay. Yes. Yep. Yes. All the things. And I homeschool too. I forgot. Yeah, so I was gonna say you to homeschool together. So how do you do all that? Like magic. <laughs> there's got to be a method. Like you can't yes. if all that's smoothly going. So like how do how do you organize all of that? Like that's a, that's five kids mm-hmm. homeschooling, business, your business. Yes. So. Okay, so this is, I'm so glad you asked that. Because I'm confused. That is a great segue into a huge piece of my work. Um, yeah, so um, you, if you guys know about human design, I'm a generator, first of all. Okay. So, but I also have a defined root and a defined will. So yeah. I have lots of energy, consistent action-taking energy. And I'm just like naturally pretty organized of a person. Just that's just how my brain works. Um, but a lot of my work, I I went through a period where I did hit adrenal fatigue about three years ago. I, I probably had been in it for a couple of years <laughs> before I realized yes. that was actually going on. And that was a huge catalyst for me because I was like, I thought I felt like so horrible. I thought I was dying. Like I really thought I was like ill with something deadly um and then I found out I had adrenal fatigue I worked with an amazing holistic doctor and a traditional Chinese medicine doctor and got me back physically to uh you know a a better energetic state (laughs) with my physical body but in order to stay there I had to transform the way I thought um, and really evaluate, reevaluate my life and just change the way I was being and how I was doing things and just how I was showing up in general. So I went through a lot of mindset transformation. It had, I mean, there was some deep excavation work that had to happen for this. And this is, um, <laughs> this is another segue. 
this is a pattern that my my family like my mom and my grandma like like work yourself to you know and even my grandpa too like it this is a familial pattern Mm -hmm. right like this goes back generations of like work yourself beyond your limits because you only have value if you're being productive there you go yeah 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 and your needs aren't important everyone else's are more important (laughs) than yours right because you're not worthy and deserving of of pleasure joy happiness fun fun play Mm -hmm. yeah those things don't have value right or you don't deserve to have them because you yeah yeah so whenever you're working and you're plowing through all of this stuff and you're you know you have that sense of value because you're in action with all of these things but the downside is that when it something happens your adrenals fail. Right. Your self-worth is attached to that. Definitely. So that all pops up. Yes. Because it can't exist in that same time-space sequence, right? Right. So so what ended up happening was I went on this very deep self-care journey. And I realized, okay, like none of this can happen until I am like taking care of me. And I am filled up, right? It's like the analogy. Like, you have to fill your cup before you can give to others. Did that just hit you? Um, like, how did that happen? Like, that thought happened? Or was it there? Was it a course you took or a book you read? Like, what was the what was the thing? It was the illness. Like, it was uh, the illness. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I cannot. I wasn't willing to sacrifice the lifestyle I had. That was the thing that I was like, no, I. this is what I still want to do. I still want to have these things the way they are. There just has to be a different way that I can go about doing it all. And I found that way. And so for me, it started with, uh, and, and at the time I found out I had adrenal fatigue. Mind you, I still had a nursing baby who I was co-sleeping with. I mean, he was only like six to eight months old at the time I found out. Yeah. Yeah, like six-ish months. And um, so I just started, like, getting up a little bit earlier every day and doing, like, five minutes of journaling, like, five minutes of meditation mm-hmm. and, like, a 15-minute yoga practice, like, gentle flow yoga. And we're not talking, like, crazy, you know, power yoga or anything. And I just kind of went from there, and I did a lot of restorative things. I did a lot of – I would – do like a midday yoga nidra for like 15 or 20 minutes like in my room like hey everybody go crazy I I'm I need 20 minutes you know like lock the door they might be beating on it or whatever but like (laughs) we I did the best we could you know and slowly but surely that started to help and as I went through this process I had like really what I would call a second spiritual awakening I had, but it was the first time I really ever felt like I had come home to myself. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. I completely understand that. And I'm a mom of four. Mm-hmm. And that's what kicked me into that space, too. So I really honor you for going outside the boundaries, outside of all the belief systems 
that not that you were just raised with that were born into you from generation to generation to generation because that's a really big thing to do so tell me now have you been able to or how have you been able to keep that going well I've I feel like I've been able so funny I was thinking about this on the way here I really was able to deepen my self-care practice where it just wasn't it's not just self-care it's not just something on my to-do list it is I call it I tell my clients self-care is not a to-do it is a for you and it gives me chills every time I say that say it again because that's like (laughs) yeah really cool self-care is not a to-do it's a for you yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it really is and I just deeply embodied this as a way of being for myself. And I teach this to my clients. Um, it's a module in my program, Back to Center. And you're teaching it to your children. What a great example to show them. Yeah. Even oh though God. they don't get it this moment, yeah. you are showing them that they are going to need to put their self-care first also you know it's so funny you say that I (laughs) never thought of that I don't even but it's so true because they're like oh mom you're going for your walk today okay see ya like and our my oldest son is 12 so he can watch them while I walk around the neighborhood for 20 or 30 minutes you know and and then what also ended up happening as as you know another part of this puzzle was that I was more willing and able to receive support like I had never been open to before. And so I started delegating more things to the kids, holding them accountable, and making space for my husband to show up with tasks around the house and helping with the kids and things like that, that I had just always taken it upon myself to handle it all before. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then it also snowballed into, like, we need consistent support around here, period, the end. And so we have played around with different things, and that's meant sometimes having a house cleaning service one for a period of time we had someone who just came once a week to do our laundry for six hours um and then and then we have nannies part-time nannies um yeah and we have the woman who is doing our laundry is now doing our nannying and so she just kind of um she's very much like a grandmother figure and the kids adore her and she adores the kids and Um, she will help tidy the house and she'll help do the laundry whenever she gets a chance. It's just like basically having another version of me on the days that she's there. So it's really great. But what a gift to her too, probably. Right. Yeah. And she only ever had one child. So this is, you know, interesting for her, but she really likes it. And the kids do really great with her. She always, she brings like little cute snacks and little gifts that she gets at the resale shop or whatever and she just Aww. gets little things like little you know jello or peaches or and they just go crazy because somebody else brought it to the house for them and they just you know so you're like next level 
making it happen. So yeah. you <laughs> stopped pulling the cart by yourself, right? Which is amazing. I love that you're saying this stuff. But I want to acknowledge something. We all have, I don't have kids, but my, you said the, the second spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Like it was me too with health, like about five mm-hmm. years ago, which triggered something about self-care or taking care of myself or diving in that space mm-hmm. of what that looks like in reality, not as a to-do list, but like what well, was a to-do list at the beginning. But now it's integrated and it's expanding. Mm-hmm. So like, is there a connection? Well, like our hospitals just filled with people that are like not had their spiritual awakening yet. <laughs> like it seems to be a huge common theme, right? Yes, it is. And it usually takes something like that to wake us up to say, okay, self-care has to come first. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing else that I do, I be, is going to happen if I don't take care of this first. And it's totally different than what um, our parents taught, what our grandparents taught. It It was not okay. It was selfish, and there's nothing about it that is selfish. Mm-mm. And and another component of this, and I know that you are aware of this, Kara, too, that, and Michael, you probably are, another reason we, as we take care of ourselves, it's contagious out to the universe, Mm-hmm. to around the globe, to other people who are yearning for the same thing we are. If we boost that vibration up, it supports them too. So I don't know about you, but it gives me extra motivation. I'm sure you too, to um, know that that is happening as well. It, there's nothing about this that's selfish. It is actually supportive to everyone else around us and beyond. I actually talk about that with my clients and in my free group online, uh, I do, you know, live videos all the time. And I'm like, the, the, this act of self-care, it ripples out. Like, because what it is first is it's an act of self-love and yes. compassion to yourself. And if you can give your own self-compassion and self-love, then you can damn sure like yeah. spread that out, right? Then it just, it just, yeah, it ripples out to your children and those relationships. You can connect more deeply, and there's just so many beautiful things that that come just from something so simple. Yes, and I happen to know your husband as well, mm-hmm. and I know that because you started taking care of you he is more free to be who he really is also. Am I on the right track with that? Yes, for sure. Yeah. I'm totally having a breakthrough. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. I just never got that, you know, there's taking care of yourself, right? But as soon as you said, like, you have a house, you know, somebody that helps you with the house, I never equated that as self-care. Self-care, oh, yeah. Even because I literally, (laughs) I still feel guilty to, I, I, I clean before the cleaning people come. Like, I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want them, like, everything's put away. So, I mean, the only thing they got to do is wipe everything down and get it done. But, like, I I felt guilty about that. 
and it's okay. Like, and I'm now seeing like you could do that in because I own my own business, so I'm doing everything by myself there too. Yeah, I'm like, that's and I struggle with letting pieces of that go. Mm-hmm. So I just never equated that as a part of self care. So thank you so much. Yeah, high five. Yes. On that. High five. <laughs> well, wow, speaking of the business huge. piece, so. Um, I have an online business manager for my business that handles all of the back end stuff that I'm just like, that Mm. is a huge time suck and not my zone of genius and not like where my energy is best spent. And this is what you like to do. And you're much more efficient at it because if you leave it to me, I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> you know, or not yes. do it at the not level it that at you want your business to be projected at, right? Or or do it and it becomes an energy drain for you right. because you're like, oh, I don't want to be doing this, Ugh. you know. And then you're just leaking energy everywhere because you're like forcing yourself to do, which I can force myself to do anything. I have a defined will. Me like, too. Yeah, I can do anything. You tell me something I can't do. Done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just automatic. Like, I'm. Like, yeah, I can force myself to do anything, but it's not the best use of my energy or my time because yeah. my zone of genius is doing things like this or <clears throat> connecting with people and coaching people and like supporting them and like being the present and engaged mother that I desire to be. What's the flip of that? So when you started, there was a time in your life when you weren't doing these types of things to support your self-care yes. in your life, right? Oh, yeah. Long period of time. So when this <laughs> shifted, mm-hmm. how did this impact your life as far as like, because I know there's a belief if, you know, um, if we release control, if I don't. Yes. <laughs> that somehow that that's connected to productivity or money or you're you know that you're you're paying the people to clean the house you're doing your you know there's that yeah so like when you shifted yeah because i sent you have this worked out mm-hmm. <laughs> how did your life change so i i just was able to live in so much more ease and flow and when you're in ease and flow what are you you're Everything. open right to receiving more yeah and you're free um you feel that like certain level of freedom so when you're in that space you're you're in gratitude you're in joy you're in happiness you're in the higher vibrations where you're more magnetic okay Mm -hmm. there it is (laughs) and you know you but you do you have to you know staying open to receiving because then of course you know we have our upper limits that we can bump up to and start self-sabotaging back down but that's a whole other conversation. But I, for me, um, my marriage improved. Um, I feel more overall connect, more deeply connected with the kids because I feel more supported, period. And, you know, being a mom of five, of five kids, I don't want to sugarcoat it at all. <laughs> like, you're, it's still hard. It is. Motherhood is just, it's just hard. But having all any of that, any of those pieces alleviated, um, just left it freed up so much bandwidth. Oh my gosh. So you're like, how do you do all of that? Well, because I have done this work, I take care of me. I give myself permission to delegate things, to delete things. Oh my gosh. Like I delete I've deleted so many things. I'm like, my to-do list has actually gotten shorter. 
Would you delete? Oh, gosh. Um, Just anything that doesn't turn me on, light me up. It's not a hell yeah. And it doesn't align with my values. It's gone. Yay. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> if it don't bring you joy, it's out, right? Right. Like If it's not a hell yeah. Like, that's okay, what I tell like my that. clients. Like, you know, like, if you're like, do I really want to do this? And it's not like a hell yeah, I want to do that. Then you're, then it's a no. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I love, like, I love what I do in like the real estate, but there's some parts of it that's like, hell no. And so, I'm like kind of there right now. So can you delegate those? Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, I just always perfect. let like money stop. Not, not money. You but, ha- like, have a story. I do. That Nobody it's going to be that. too expensive and they're not going to do it. But guess what? Those are probably the things that, number one, it probably doesn't matter if it gets done as good as you did it or somebody else could do it better. I'm okay. But when you're talking, I hear my, I can see my pa- my parent, like my, where I <laughs> modeled this from, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which we want to break free of. Exactly. And I was modeled the same thing. Do it all yourself. Try to do it all. Kill yourself. It's not sustainable. So this is like, this is one of my values is to create a sustainable lifestyle, sustainable living with whatever you do, right? And like not everyone's going to desire to do all of the things that I'm doing. And that's fine. You don't have to. It doesn't make you mean anything about you. And I know women who do more than me. You know, so, um, but it's not a competition, right? But it's right. just what you desire. It's a lot to do with your design, what you desire, what you, what your values are. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Like, if you aren't, if you're doing things that you're just like, I don't want to be doing that. Oh, that feels terrible. Or I hate doing that thing. You know, then those are, that's like big red flags for you that you're leaking energy there. And that somebody else could come along and take that off your plate and free up your bandwidth tremendously because those are the things that also use your willpower, which is finite. We only have a certain amount of willpower every day. I do know this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when we're spending – you. using our will – it's crapped out by 1 o'clock, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking so, about. So I love that point. I do. I too. have not. I have not heard it in that way. But willpower is finite. Yeah. When our vibration and our expansion is infinite. Mm-hmm. Remember Dandy Pandi? Yes. I took a meditation course by this guy I found on YouTube. His <laughs> name is Dan. I called him Dandy Pandi, but it was Donna Donna Pandi. He was a monk. Yeah. He said this exact same thing. Mm. Well, I have never heard it anywhere. It was just came through with, you know, my It was about you have to, you, 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 you have to be careful that. where you put that yeah. like out through the day. I didn't even hear that from him, but I did hear that. Well, I heard it. And I heard what he said in a new way by what you just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it clicked on a different level. Because now being aware of that, when you start your day and you're looking at your calendar you can make choices. Yes, exactly. You can make some new choices. And so my, I have like this in a lot of online, I, I did not come up with this, but um, I use this approach and it's delete, delegate, and automate. So that is where systemization, anything you can do to automate things, 
that feels still authentic and aligned mm-hmm. for you and your business and everything or your life. And even just organization, like I just have things like I'm just, and this is for me that comes easy, but I do teach this in my program. Like you just do things the same way every time, you know, it's like, and it's just, again, it's creating habits, right? Like creating mm-hmm. different habits. And I've done a lot of work on this too, but I, some of it does come naturally for me, but those things have I mean, like our house can be totally trashed, like totally (laughs) trashed. And we can like whip it into shape in like an hour because everything has a home and everybody knows where it goes. I get a feeling you're always like one hour to a company. You know, you keep it like that, right? (laughs) So it's lived in, but like in one hour, this could be popping. But you've also delegated to your kids. I think that is really important and powerful too. Yeah. I mean, and it's not easy. (laughs) No, it's not. I did that too. Yeah. It's not, but it's very valuable, and it's valuable for them as they grow up. We keep telling them that. <laughs> it is. My kids are 28 to 36 now, so. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's yeah. huge. That's great. Yeah, so it's just about, you know, and and there is, like, a whole mindset around this, though. Like, people don't take action on these things because of the beliefs and the stories that they have. Like, oh, it's too hard. It's not worth it. And underneath of that is, well, I'm not actually not worthy and deserving of my life being easy and feeling good. Yeah, because yeah. it's not worth anything. It's not hard. <laughs> oh, that is a deep generational pattern mm-hmm. right there. Not mine anymore. <laughs> but right. I'm aware of it being Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it's so true. You're it, exactly right. Like you only can hard. get things through hard work, right? Like my husband comes from a family of immigrants and that is, and he has broken that pattern and yes. it was very hard because it's really outcasted him, right? So then you're um, losing your love, safety and belonging, right? Those, yep. Those core needs that we need. And so that is all another thing that happens when we're... How does one transcend that? Um, oh, After you become aware of it. Good you know, question. Like, I just think that it... Because it's also too, like, I don't want to make anybody wrong for having those values in the past because they were perfect for... They served them. They yes, served them. It did serve Most in that definitely. time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't want to leave anybody with the impression that no. we're saying anything was wrong from the past. No. I'm saying that it may no longer serve us in the now where we're heading in our own expansion because we're all evolving, right? Yes. I'm really glad that you brought that up. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I do talk about this also in my program and all of our limiting beliefs have served us, whether they were from this lifetime or passed on down whatever, right? Like they all did at one point serve us. They were there for survival. Um. But to answer your question about, you know, transcending, how do you transcend this once you have this awareness? Um, I think you just have to do a lot of work and you have to know that you you almost kind of have to go in and love your own self and belo- belo- like find your own. If you don't feel like you belong with your family anymore, then you you and your family's not accepting of you because you've made different choices for whatever the reason may be, um, you know, you have to create your own new family, your own new community. Your new tribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. But what was it? Was it was it a th- thing? Because if I'm listening to this, I always try to, when I'm doing a podcast, also have an ear 
for what the listener is mm-hmm. hearing too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where the hell that came from, but like that's sort it's of it happens mm-hmm. simultaneously. So I know the things, and we're going to do a podcast on it one day. Like all the things that like led us to here. Like yes. it wasn't by accident, <laughs> right? You know, like you know, mm-hmm. we're doing a podcast with Aaron Joy, actually right after this one. Yes, love and her. Aaron Joy has been this amazing person in my life. Like we met at. 20 years ago. Oh. And I've known her for 11 years. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, But like the, the, the thing is like, this comes from so many different places and so many different things. And this person did this and gave me this book and this tape and this thing and this seminar. Like how did all of, cause I know there's pieces that just doesn't like, Mm -hmm. you know, come UPS. (laughs) You gotta (laughs) go in there and, but I think people are missing the point that there are there are actionable things mm-hmm. that make a difference. Like everybody that I meet, I recommend the Landmark Forum to because mm. it did it and made such a huge pact in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a possibility mm-hmm. that there might be some value there for you. Yeah. Not everybody does it. I don't like it may not be their path, but I know what it. I, I use that every single day of my life and I don't I wouldn't be alive today had I not done that mm. right but I came down a different path of the yes. energy work and yes. I said I'm not sure I would be alive at le- or healthy if I was alive if it weren't for the energy work energy medicine and all the other energy pieces that came along with that but if I would have said no that, to that or you would have said no to your calling or then, you would you said no so I can share with you where mine yes. started. So I'm glad that you brought this up because this is such a huge huge piece, especially recently where this just like became such a like, oh, kind of like, I mean, I was like standing at my kitchen counter, like listening to an audio book, like bawling my eyes out, like because it just resonated so deeply and I just like got it on a different level. So... Growing up, I always said, I don't, I'm not having any kids. Like, you guys are crazy. I'm not having kids. I don't want to get married. And, you know, and then I was adamant, like adamant. I am not having children. I am not having children. I was 25 and still saying I'm not having children. And then I met my now husband. Um, and he changed that. But my my reason for not having children was legit. I didn't want another child to experience the pain in the world that I had experienced. So I didn't want to have children for that reason. Yeah. But when I got pregnant, it was not planned. I was like, oh shit, I gotta figure this out. Like I gotta get it together. And the first thing I did was I went to, to counseling. Okay. From counseling, it was I, the next big catalyst for me that I remember was Louise Hay's You Can Heal Your Life. Yes. That was mine too. <laughs> it fell off a it fell off a thing and hit me. It fell off a bookshelf and hit me in the head. <laughs> and I read it cover to cover. I didn't just read her book. I then got like her meditation DVDs and like Mm -hmm. all the things. Like I remember doing like the inner child work in this apartment my 
my now husband and I, we had had our son. We had split up. I was living in this apartment, like just struggling so hard to pay for everything. But like just went in and just do did the inner work. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember like taking baths and listening to her meditations and doing the mirror work and the inner child work and all of the things, all the journaling. And just that's all I – everywhere I drove that year – I was doing affirmations and sending love to the drivers around me. And I was a, I was a jogger at the time, and I would jog through the park and just literally repeat the affirmations. Whatever I whatever came to me, I would just repeat affirmations over and over and over, like constantly all the time. And I had that you know that mean voice, yeah, that mean girl voice. Ooh, she was mean. She was nasty. Deleted, gone. Like after Yay. that, it was completely gone. Wonderful. Yeah. I share one story. Yeah. She was my first one too. Like that was the thing mm-hmm. that it was, it cracked the nut. It was like, that's what started everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, you always meet the people you love. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was in Toronto film festival and I was listening. We were, it was a Hay house had some films there too. So I was in this particular seminar with Cheryl Richardson. I think mm. it was, oh, yeah. she's a self-care queen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. And in walks Louise Hay mm. and sits down right next to me. Oh my gosh. Yay. I about had a freaking cow. Like, because <laughs> you don't, like, I idolized her so much in my, and she was like, you know, like groundbreaking, like when HIV and yes. AIDS started with her groups mm-hmm. and healing, like when nobody knew anything, like, yes, when no one else was supporting yes. that culture. So, forever yeah. she will mm-hmm. she got her wings there yeah but like having that experience of someone that so profoundly impacted your life on so many levels which made it possible for me to understand you know abraham and mm-hmm. all the other things that i found in my work that came to me in my life mm-hmm. like having that moment where the person out of nowhere <laughs> and inter- just sits down next to me just like the most normal person you have ever met in your life. And I was shaking and crying so hard. Like, I was, you changed my life. You changed my life. It was just this really, really cool moment. Mm. And like, I will never forget it. And like, when you were talking and you said that, that, that beautiful memory came right back. <laughs> that I got to relive again. So thank you for that. That's Aww. fabulous. I love that. Yeah. I don't share that my with very teacher, many people. My teacher, the first one I studied with was Carolyn Mace. Are you familiar with her? I've heard of she's her. She's been around a Medical long, intuitive. long time. But if you've ever listened to her, she's really direct and to the point, and she points people out in the audience. And I could laugh at it when I listen. I never want to work with her on in person. So that is so funny. Where Donna Eden and who I worked with next, oh, yeah, I got to have dinner with her. Just, you know, four of us have dinner together, which was profound for me. But Carolyn Mace, I love her dearly, love her teachings, but no, I don't want to meet her in person right now. <laughs> she scares you a little bit. It was just that time. Yeah. You know, just that it's time. It's that time. That's that was amazing. perfect. But and that's, that's so before fun. I knew anything about, you know, yeah. you know, attracting anything. And but it just makes so much perfect because I had such a profound love yeah. for her and what she created in life mm-hmm. and yeah. the the whole Hay House, everything. Yes. You know, too, there was a, a another thing. I did read The Secret before that 
And that was also like my first introduction to the law of attraction. Because I mean, I just came from straight up mainstream, Mm -hmm. you know, so me, oh, oh my gosh, there is like no one in my family that is like, except for my sister now. Yeah. Good. But my parents, my grandparents, my cousins on either, no, like, no. Still today? (laughs) Oh, still today. Wow. I mean, um, yeah, I I am the first person to venture into spirituality. I was the first to venture into having four home births. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, I'm the first to marry interculturally. I guess it, I don't know if you. Some people consider Hispanic mm-hmm. interracial. I don't. It's still human, though, right? Still, still human. human. Okay, good. Um, and even in my circle of friends, too, I was the first to do any of these things, and still am the only in some regards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go go trailblazer. <laughs> exactly. It, it's. I, I was just. Who was I just talking with? Maybe it was my husband about this, and I was like, I don't even realize you know you don't realize I oh yeah I think I was sharing with him the conversation that you and I had earlier today and how this feels like like me talking about ancestral healing just saying that out loud is uncomfortable (laughs) because I'm like what if I say that on the internet what are people gonna think of me (laughs) like they're gonna think I'm a freak you know or like they're gonna be like what is that crazy lady talking about or not right well I did actually do like a post the other day and it's like probably gotten the most comments that I've gotten in a really long time which yes but I mean that was the story in my mind right because I don't know anybody else in my immediate Mm -hmm. circle of family or friends that I grew up with that ever has done these things I don't know no no one else in my family Um, I was the first to homeschool in my family and friends but then once I did a lot of other people How'd you do that? Work mm. also. Yeah, I did, did start that. doing the, the homeschooling thing was very, yeah. But you're opening up the door for so many people in so many different ways. That's phenomenal. That's amazing that you have, like you said, moved out of those familial patterns and said, this is who I am. This is what I do. I think that is so big and says so much to so many, whether it's written in words or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, it's it's almost hard for me to even hear you say that, to like be like, oh, you're a trailblazer. Well, what? What are you talking about? But you are. <laughs> do you get that? You are. I mean, I do. But then I'm like in rooms with people like you, and it's like, but I'm not. Do you uh, know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's like, uh, it's this weird dichotomy. We're all equals in this, sister. So that's like the yeah. That's how we wanted this to feel. This isn't about you know like you know so what I've been doing this for twenty years or Mm -hmm. no ever how long that you've been doing it yeah even longer than me but or how long that you've been it's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's about now. And I love the like. Where are you? First of all, will you come back and do another podcast with us just on? 
the subject that we thought we were going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because tell just open that door to ancestral healing, right? Yes. And what does that look like for you? How is that showing up for you? And how is that impacting you? So for me, that is that is where I had this like big aha moment that it was like, oh, I have to heal all of my shit so that I can show up as the mom. Like all of the stuff that I learned from my family and that they learned from their parents and on and on and on, right, that I'm still bringing into who I am now because I don't want to pass that down to my children or to to, to then to my grandchildren, right? So I had this like huge profound aha around this the other day when I was listening to this book and it was around um, – the book is all about pleasure and in, and what comes with pleasure joy happiness power peace peace and even wealth can come yeah. you know comes yeah. from that right like abundance and um it's just like all feels so very like interconnected and i don't even have all of the pieces yet but it, it was just like like the ancestral healing, like I haven't even had an opportunity to like really go back. I go back and do that work deeply, but it's always been there. And I've my thing was, oh, I I have to break these cycles, break this cycle, break this cycle. Okay, cool. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But now I'm like at a point where okay, there's something else that's deeper that I can't even like tangibly or consciously access yet but i know it's there because it makes you feel uncomfortable yeah Mm -hmm. totally that means that that breakthrough of this that's where the growth is it's right there yes so fall in love with that uncomfortableness oh honey that is my (laughs) that's all i do is push myself out of my comfort zone (laughs) I have five yeah. kids. That's where all the good shit is. Right. That's, that's how you're opening the doors you're yeah. opening. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, and I also have this like perfectionistic tendencies that I've really worked a lot to overcome, which is largely what drew me and why you don't want to relinquish control to people. But that's what drove me, you know, to um, adrenal fatigue. And I was sitting um, last night with my 12-year-old son, and we were talking about something that he was going through, and kind of just, I asked him one, like, inquisitive question, and he was like, "Mm, just self-sabotage, mom. (laughs) He had that awareness of his own self. Wow. It's inside of the context of you. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was blown away and not at the so same you're, time. So you're, you're creating that healing by giving new choices to your kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. By creating that little space, mm. just that little space for you is now the impact of that. Mm-hmm. That's the impact of that. That little space opened up that you're now changing, giving choices to them that their future could be. Not on automatic, but by their own choice. Yes, yes. Because of that little right space. Mm. Wow. And those choices are freedom. Yeah. Right? Free yeah. to choose. 
for you to choose and not be, yeah, um, shackled to your stories. Yeah. And I think, so I think you're doing That's this. the title of this yes, episode, Shackled to Your Stories. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. But do you see how you're doing that every day without focusing on it? It's just the intuitive, get out of your own way kind of way of being that you have with your kids that is shifting those patterns. That's what's shifting them. For you and for them right now. Mm. It's you're getting out of your own way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, for, like, <laughs> I just like don't even know what to say because I'm like, yeah. Uh, all I do is just feel so much mom guilt all the time. Like, it's not enough. I'm not doing it right. I'm failing. You know what I mean? Like, that's what mom doesn't. Right. Like As I say, it's a natural thing we all go through. Right. Imagine so how many moms so you then, can help by like opening the door to talking about this and shifting out. Like I, I really feel like it's a huge part of your journey. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. do. Just got to put it out there. Just yeah. Say that. But, yeah. Okay. Oh my God. This has been so cool. Thank you Yay. so much Thank for you. being here. Driving. You said it took like 45 to get here? 45, yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. I really appreciate that yeah. effort because you showed up today and provided some extraordinary value. Oh, well, yes. You really, yeah. really did. I appreciate it. Like, I'm in a ha- aha mode. But I'm, I really, will you come back and let's talk yeah. about break down the ancestral pieces and letting the mom guilt go? Yeah. Like, yeah. we'll just, we'll have one. We'll have a whole podcast on mom guilt. Whoa. <laughs> think how much more free yeah. they will and the choices that they like that would transform the world you know it's so funny that this is coming up because literally i have someone in my my free facebook community ask about this and i was just thinking about doing a video on it and i was like hmm what would, like just kind of as i was you know doing things around the house today like what would i say about mom guilt you know and then here we yeah. are. Well, that's the title yes. to the next one. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you have anything Perfect. you want to say in closing? Oh, you know, gosh. Um, this was amazing. Thank you. And Thank you. yes, I thought we were going to kind of go a different direction. I told you, didn't I? I they, they go where they go. But it yeah. was perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I, I think the thing that I would say is um, it's really simple. It's kind of like the six principles that I follow. And that's like, you know, just be who you are. Like, l- allow yourself to be your most authentic, truest self. You know, say yes to your desires. Um, like, ditch the old bullshit stories. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let them go. Create new habits, like who you want to be. Like step into her. Um, Hashtag me first. Mm -hmm. Me first. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too to me one. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like allow yourself to just put yourself first and craft that daily super simple self-care practice yeah 
And it's okay. It's okay to do that. Yes, you have permission. You have permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To roam about the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Life. Yeah. And and then it like you get to say yes and allow and receive like so much pleasure. I love it. Like daily allow yourself to that. And um Yeah, plug those energy leaks, you know? I'm going to have that visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, say no to the shit that you don't like to do. And um, the final thing I would say is just, like, simplify, simplify, simplify. Ask yourself, how can this be easy? Oh, that's a great way to look at yes. that. Okay. Yeah. Your jean pants. Love it. <laughs> Marilyn, do you got anything you want to say before we go? Just thank you for coming here and being authentic. That's who you are and genuine and sharing your heart with us. Really powerful. Very powerful, very valuable. And I'm so grateful that you joined us today. Me too. And thank you guys for listening in. I hope you got extraordinary value out of today. I know that I did. And we will link your information in the description box below. Beautiful. If you guys want to reach out, have any questions, comments, feel free. Just sound off below and have a great day. And we're going to see you on the next one. Yes. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye.